It's now time for Team Talk on ESPN Radio 1017 The Team. 1017 The Team is your home for New Mexico United, the Dallas Cowboys, LA Dodgers, and much more. Now, Team Talk on 1017 The Team. No timeouts for the Rams. Lucas fires for the win. Oh! Lucas lost his mind from half court. And it's a party for the Wolfpack. A stone cold stunner. And the better wins it. Darius Brown trying to draw a foul, forces up a three and banks it in with one second left. If you're just going off of who won and who lost last night, not that big a deal. But going off of what your eyeballs watched, a banner night for the Mountain West, putting on display the chaos and calamity and inexplicable action that this conference has brought us the entire season. It's Team Talk, ESPN Radio 101.7. The team always appreciate you finding us and hanging out with us. Glad to be with you here until 7 o'clock tonight. Sam Hauser, Scott Galetti hanging out with you today, reacting to just an unbelievable night in the conference. Any When there's five games, it's going to change the math on this anyway because there's more room for things to happen, and if there's anything that we've learned about this conference, that right when you think you have a sense of what is going to happen, you get what Jared Lucas did at Moby Arena, quieting that Colorado State crowd and pumping up his chest and pulling up the jersey as he's going along the sidelines. You get what Darius Brown did to Fresno State last night. You get all this action. As soon as you think that you have this conference figured out, it's when you had the opposite of having this figured out. And in a day like today, you, you always run into this risk in, in, in any sports conversation that we have. In this world of what have you done for me lately, this is always a risk the day after where this is going to end up in the category of recency bias. But in the case of last night, it certainly helps when there are five games, there aren't many nights when the Mountain West goes five deep. I don't know that there's a better night that sums up this Mountain West season than last night. Like, if somebody had heard, had been hearing people talk all season, if a casual college basketball fan, and I'm not talking about here in Mountain West country, these games are on national TV, and it's fantastic for the conference because the casual basketball fan knows about the Blue Bloods, and they might hear somebody talk about this Mountain West season and think, okay, well, they're just trying to pump up their product over there. All right, you know what? I've I've heard this enough. I'm finally, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to see this with my own eyes. I'm going to see what this is all about. There's always that saying, and especially it goes in in our business, but really in just about anything that that anybody, anybody anybody does, any job that you have, there's always that saying that you never know who's watching. You never know who's paying attention. Because if somebody was watching Mountain West basketball for the first time last night, if they finally said, okay, I've heard enough people talk about this, I need to see what the hype is all about. If they were watching for the first time, it would just it, you you just you'd slump back in your chair. Okay. I get it. That was as 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 compelling a night of basketball as we've seen, you know, maybe maybe a little bit too compelling for the likes of San Diego State, Utah State. Colorado State and Nevada for UNLV, maybe a little bit too interesting 
but it was on full display what this entire season has been in just one unbelievable night of basketball. And furthermore, had that highlight coming in of Jared Lucas hitting the the buzzer beater to send Colorado State fans home with just their second home loss this season, first home loss in league play. That had been a fortress all year. But we played that clip coming in from the Fox Sports 1 telecast last night. I want that dude calling every game for the rest of the season. I don't care what it takes. I don't care how much we have to pay him. I don't care what the travel schedule is, if we have to get him his own private jet to go from game to game. I don't care if he has to if he has to call multiple games at once. That dude needs to be on every broadcast because you talk about matching the energy. I mean, he threw in this Stone Cold Stunner in there at the end, which was may or may not have been. I'm going to go ahead and assume it was a reference to Stone Cold Steve Austin. But he that felt like a wrestling announcer, which is which which is fitting because all these games are are wrestling matches. You have no idea. Well, okay, well, maybe wrestling's not the best example. Maybe a different combat sport where, you know. But you get the idea. Boxing match, UFC championship fight. That dude brings the energy that these games deserve, quite frankly. And certainly what that one deserved last night as Nevada wins 77-74 at Colorado State. We're going to go over all these games over the course of the show because this was just such a night to really cherish and and admire last night. And Jeff Grammer from the Albuquerque Journal, we're going to play our game of Where's Jeff? Because he's going to be here. He's going to join us at 5.30. Of course, we'll talk about the Lobos, but I want to get his thoughts on what we saw last night as well. But that was always going to be the game going in. Colorado State, Nevada, that was always the one that had the biggest stakes attached to it as far as what's at play for both teams, because they're both right on that line. It's Nevada, you or going into last night at least, it was Nevada, Colorado State, Lobos, and UNLV. One or two of those teams are going to feel disappointed going into the Mountain West Tournament because one or two of them, and it feels like two, are going to have to play on Wednesday, on, on that first day of the Mountain West Tournament. So all these teams are right now, that that's your that's your desperation mode. You already have... End of the season, home stretch, last chance to show something. And on top of that, there's there's the long-term goal of getting in, into the NCAA tournament. There's the shorter-term goal of just don't make me play on the first day of the Mountain West tournament. And you saw that on, on full display. And in a world where you know we spent a lot of time talking about this after the Lobos lost to Air Force, where how fine that line is. Between winning and losing, that was certainly on display in these games. How, how how much has to go right? How much has to go wrong? One little thing can all of a sudden turn your entire season upside down. And for Nevada coming into that game, I mean, first off, just a master class job by Steve Alford and that coaching staff. Nevada plays that game without Keenan Blackshear. First half of Mountain West play, that's a death nail for Nevada. They would probably have a case. UNLV might be in that mix as well. But up there, as far as the teams that are most improved, Nevada, it was pretty clear. It was Jared Lucas. It was Keenan Blackshear. If one of them is off, going to be tough for Nevada to win. If they're both off or they both just don't do enough, then it's really going to be hard for Nevada to win a game. 
And then we see over the last few weeks, we see the emergence of Nick Davidson and what he's started to do offensively. And then even in this particular case, in this one last night, he didn't do much either. He had 12 rebounds, but Nick Davidson with two points. It was Jared Lucas. Trey Coleman had one of his biggest games of the season. Hunter McIntosh coming out of nowhere. Daniel Foster with 13 points, 14 for McIntosh, 16 for Trey Coleman. This Nevada team is getting more and more dangerous with every passing game because they're they're, they're getting to a place of playing team basketball. And that's a scary proposition for the rest of the Mountain West. You know, going back to to Air Force, I my my whole thought on this was coming in was I don't want to be there's so much to worry about right now. I don't want Air Force being one of those things. Nobody can do anything about the schedule, but I probably would have rather had those games be earlier on. Now, at the same time, in hindsight, with the Lobos losing, that game does a lot more damage earlier in the season than than it does now. Probably benefit the Lobos to get these games against Nevada out of the way. Like when the Lo- when when the Lobos had the return game in Reno, that was at the very beginning of this next chapter with Nick Davidson. And you see what this team did last night. Go into a place where Colorado State one loss all year, no Keenan Blackshear, and they find a way to get it done every single one of these games. It's just getting me more and more excited for this Mountain West tournament because the stakes already are what they are right now in terms of that magic number six, right? Trying to get six teams in the NCAA tournament. Then you throw in on top of that, there is no tomorrow if you lose, and the ultimate version of high stakes, desperation, basketball, gotta have it in this moment. Nevada did that last night. Utah State did that last night where all of a sudden now Darius Brown is getting himself into the conversation for Mountain West Player of the Year. and still probably going to be Jaden Ledee, but Darius Brown at least making it a conversation. He had that, that big-time three late in the last couple minutes against San Diego State. This desperation shot off the backboard last night to force overtime, and then they get it done against Fresno State, 77-73 Wyoming. Had a chance to go win that game, not able to get it done. I don't know that I, that I can go so far as to say that it validates what happened at the pit on Saturday. That, that might not even be the right word for it. But it, 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 at, at the end of the day, this all comes down to did you win or did you lose? And there's always going to be that separator. And we don't get to look at these games and say, well, now you know how we feel because these teams found a way to get it done in the gotta have it moments, whether it was Rob Whaley, who had the blunder of a lifetime in a spot where, I, I mean, in a human to human moment, that has to be one of the loneliest feelings on, on earth. For an athlete, he catches the inbound pass, steps out of bounds. Wyoming has a chance to win the game in regulation, but he made up for it big time. Seven of UNLV's 14 points in overtime. Darius Brown with that big shot. Jaden Ledee had his, you know, he got his. He had a 27-point double-double against San Jose State. Like, that game mattered. Which, Which, that's where some of that validation comes in. The only thing it's missing is... 
compared to the Lobos is those teams found a way to win. They found a way to get it done because that's what you need your teams to be able to do this time of year. But that was an important one for San Diego State, too, because Jaden Ladee got his. He got his 27-point double-double. He was a monster. San Jose State has nobody that can go one-on-one with him. Now, they played an incredibly gutty game and probably their, not even probably, their best game of the year. I know I know they haven't lost every single game, but as far as the team that you're playing and just the heart that they showed, best game of the year for San Jose State. But San Diego State, 26 points off the bench. You're seeing these teams that are finding different ways to to win when they have to, which again is why I say Mountain West Tournament. I mean, I, 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 I wish it could start right now. I know there's more games to play, and it would benefit the Lobos to play and win these last three games to try to get out of the first day. I'm just so impatient, and I, and I want this right now because this is what it's going to come down to. The teams that are able to make those adjustments, the teams that are able to find some hero ball from the guys that we're not expecting. It's one of the things that that's so interesting in basketball in particular. I mean, college basketball and certainly Mountain West basketball is not like the NBA in the sense of they're, they're superstars that are hounded everywhere and we want to know everything going on about their lives. But when there's only five guys on the floor at one time, it is a, a star-driven sport. But so often, it comes down to the guys that we're not necessarily talking about or just even going a little bit further beyond the household names. Like You count on those guys getting theirs, and the difference comes. Maybe the household names make a shot when they have to, but the little things that we're not necessarily taking into account going into it or what end up deciding so many of these games. And it was why, or at least one of the reasons why, one of the last times we had a chance to to talk to Coach Richard Patino, this would have been going into Colorado State, where even at that time, we were already starting to, to just have these conversations of just appreciating what it is that we're watching on a nightly basis. Not Not particularly fun for the people involved, I don't imagine, because of how unpredictable and just how topsy-turvy everything can be on on any given night. But this was Coach Richard Patino. He was asked about the stakes being what they are every night if that starts to be taxing to, to, to the players. Sure, it's in the back of their minds, but they don't. They probably don't read stuff as much as we do. You know, we were all uh, a little out there when we were in college, right? So, I mean, I think... Um, the coaches, uh, starting for me all the way down, it's always been kind of a one-day mentality. And uh, you have to have that in today's world of so many high, high highs and then so many huge lows. And the pendulum does not swing as much as I think we all think it does on the Internet. Um, you know, So I think after 26 games, uh, we've put ourselves in a position to play meaningful games. One game out of first place. Um, you know, conference tournament seedings, postseason play. Like, I mean, all that's great. There's a lot of teams that are not doing that right now. Um, so you've got to embrace it uh, more than anything and, and enjoy the position that you put yourself in. And I know I certainly am. I, I, I hope to an extent you are as well. I know we have to move past what happened at the pit in the last game, but 
all that 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 can't matter anymore. Come Saturday night, six o'clock tip off in Boise. That's the next one on tap here for the Lobos. So they've been idle since since last Saturday, and so it's always interesting to see what happens when teams aren't playing, even when teams do play, and and just based on the results, what kind of swings we might see on a day to day basis. So taking a look at the net. At the net rankings for today, San Diego State sitting in 18th. They're up to a four seed. I, th- I, I think I heard they mentioned on the telecast last night that there are some places that have San Diego State even possibly as a three seed. For goodness' sake! So I mean, we don't. They, their situation is what it is right now. The only time we have to worry really about San Diego State again is if the Lobos end up seeing them in the Mountain West tournament. Lobos 25th today in the net. They moved up one spot while idle. Over the last few days, they went from 20th to 26th with the Air Force loss. So, I mean, if, if if you're hearing that for the first time, just think about that for a second. Felt like the sky was falling, like the roof of the pit was going to come crumbling down on everybody. Six spots in one day is a significant drop. I'm not going to suggest that it's not. But I think if you would have surveyed Lobo fan coming out of the pit Saturday and asked, you know, hey, what do you think the net ranking is going to be tomorrow? You probably would have heard somewhere in the 30s, maybe even somewhere around 40. I mean, I think there was just that assumption there, but Lobo's 25th today. They moved up one spot since uh, since Saturday, just while idle. Boise State going up to 26th with the win last night, up five spots with that win, and coaches don't like it, but... And and I don't and honestly I, I I have mixed feelings about it too, but style points matter. We we've seen plenty of cases of that throughout the season. Style points matter. Style points will reward you because conversely, like you look at the other side of this. So again, Boise State moves five spots up with the win. They're up to twenty sixth. Utah State with a big drop with their overtime win at Fresno State. Aggies thirty fifth today. They go down six spots. With the win, because they were heavy favorites, they were expected to win. So I mean, th- so think about that. Utah State, with their overtime win at Fresno State, took the same dip as the Lobos did. What we've been seeing all year is the and, and actually I shouldn't even say all year. What we've been seeing in the last few weeks. As the Mountain West gets more and more solidified, as these resumes get solidified, as we've been holding on to this steady ground where no new no news is good news in Joe Lenardi's world, and he still has six teams in his bracket for from the Mountain West, what we've been seeing is these wins will do you a lot more good than than the losses will hurt. Uh, U- Utah State has got so much respect from their metric and again this is metrics based but from from all sides of college basketball Utah State has gained so much respect they were picked to finish ninth in the preseason poll because Danny Sprinkle was coming in from Montana State whole new team no returning points from last season and you could say the same thing about a lot of these teams the 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 resumes the viewpoints on them it's not going to change much, and that is a very good thing. Now, you want you certainly want to you want to see teams go up, but there is that trade off there, knowing you might not go up, up, up a ton, but you're also not going to go down, down, down a ton. Now, these moves are significant. With Utah State going at a, going down to 35, 
That means the Lobos and every team that have beaten them this year lose a quad one win. Fully anticipate Utah State will get that back. They already did once. They were 31st last week and then got back inside, and they'll, they'll be bouncing around a little bit, but you're not going to see these huge, huge drops, and we have the best example of that. It's not one that anybody, it's, it's not one that you want to test the waters on, but we have the best example of that from what happened Saturday. So again, San Diego State 18, Lobos 25, Boise State 26, Colorado State 29. They dropped two spots with the loss. They're still in the top 30, so it's still a quad one win. What the Lobos did last Wednesday there, Utah State 35, Nevada 39. They moved up three spots with their win, and UNLV up to 80. They moved up one spot with the win at Wyoming. So UNLV now five slots away from a quad three loss for the Lobos against them, becoming a quad two, which is well within range given what's still ahead where they still have to go play a regular season game at Nevada. They'll have the Mountain West Tournament coming up. So still a lot to really look forward to and a lot to to, to hang your hat on right now with the Mountain West. And it, it, it's going to be fun to follow, but, th- but this is actually kind of like the perfect balance of it, right? Where you want to see how this is moving every single day. But you almost think of it at this point like, a baseball player's batting average at the end of the season. If he ha- if he goes 0 for 4 one day, his batting average might go down a thousandth of a point, and it feels in the moment like, oh my gosh, I went 0 for 4 today. Oh, this stinks. I did nothing to help my team. But there's been so much that's happened since then that yeah, batting average might go a tick, and then you go and get it right back.